0: listening to the i should have known podcast with soups andy and tanner it's a trivia podcast with a twist one of the hosts will share four main facts about an interesting topic but be careful one of those facts is total bs join the other two hosts in guessing which fact is the lie by the end you'll be saying i should have known
1: everyone. Welcome to an episode of I Should Have Known. Today we're talking about a super interesting everyday item, paper. Andrea will tell us more. She's prepared some fun facts and one piece of BS. Let's see what she has to say.
2: All right. Paper is a material that's usually made from wood pulp, but it doesn't have to be. It's stretched out and then flattened and pressed into a material that you can write on or wrap with or
1: whatever. So you cut down a tree, chop it into wood pulp, press it, stretch it out, flatten it to paper?
2: Kind of, yeah. Pulp is something you have to actually create, either mechanically or chemically, by breaking down the wood fiber. Okay. And of course, that's only for wood pulp paper. There are other kinds of paper. Cereal boxes, paper plates and stuff, those are kind of paper. Yeah,
1: so everyone has uh, experience with cereal boxes and paper plates, so Yeah, and of course paper.
2: and of course paper, yeah. like what you write on. Yeah, so the mechanical paper is like newspaper. So it's thicker and coarser and chemical pulp becomes like the paper we write on. Anyway, though because I'm a linguist, uh the word paper comes from French papier, which through many other languages came from the latin word for papyrus which is a plant that grows in swampy places particularly in egypt and was used for writing on but papyrus as in the thing you write on not the plant because it refers to both fact number one papyrus is not paper
0: yeah i think i know that it's actually a bark of a tree
2: Yeah, but they don't make paper out of papyrus is what I'm saying.
0: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. So papyrus that the Romans and the ancient Egyptians and the Greeks wrote on, Uh that was not paper.
1: So it's its own thing. It's, It's its
2: own kind of process that they make by pressing together two layers of the papyrus reed. Paper and the process of making it was invented in China. It's a different thing.
1: Hmm.
2: So it's the source of our word for paper,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it is not paper.
0: Okay, <laughs>
2: that's kind of interesting.
0: I mean, paper is made out of bamboos, bamboo tree.
2: It can it can really be made out of many organic materials. Uh, many kinds of different trees are used for uh-huh. making paper. It actually originally was often made from fibers, so cotton or old clothes. You can make paper from old clothes.
1: Paper out of old clothes yeah. and cotton. Yeah. Wow. Yes. With the cotton paper, I've heard that our paper money isn't actually paper. Were you yeah. going to touch on that today? Yes,
2: actually, I was. So that's not quite correct. It is paper, but it's not wood pulp paper. Okay. Then my next section is on paper money. Officially, U.S. currency must be printed on paper made by the Crane Currency Company. And it is 75% cotton and 25% linen. Wow. And it's the only company company that can make that paper to make U.S. paper currency. So
1: it is 0% wood?
2: 0% wood.
0: But it's still paper?
2: It is paper. Huh. (laughs) Yes.
0: And it's just made out of just cotton?
2: 75% cotton, 25% linen.
0: And linen is made of?
2: Flax. Linen is made
1: from flax.
0: Okay. It's a different plant.
2: Yes. In the U.S., the only one company can make it. And they have been making money since the revolution, since before America was a country. Thomas Crane ran a paper mill that they used to print the bills that they gave to revolutionary
0: soldiers. Wow. wow. And where is this factory? Where do they have the factory? Do you know this?
2: It's in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah, it's in Massachusetts. So my fact number two is related to this. The largest denomination of bill that the US government issued to be publicly used was the $10,000 bill, and you can still redeem it for $10,000 at the Bureau of Engraving and Printing.
0: When was this in circulation?
2: It was uh, the Lincoln era. Okay. Yeah. Actually, all currency issued after 1861 is valid and redeemable in the United States.
0: I mean, it's still of the same value. But which is kind of unfair, right?
2: Yeah, that's actually really interesting because it's worth $10,000 if you give it to the government. Yeah. However, collectors will pay you a lot more than that. One exactly. bill sold for
1: $140,000.
2: And if you give it back to the government, they destroy them. Oh, what? Yeah. So it's actually worth a lot more than ten thousand um, dollars, but officially you can use it as legal tender.
1: Do you know who is on that bill?
2: I believe his name was Chase. He was uh, he was a member of the Lincoln administration and was one of the few people who was not a president uh-huh. who was on U.S. currency.
1: Okay.
2: He was on the ten thousand dollar bill. The largest ever issued bill, though, was the hundred thousand dollar bill, which had Woodrow Wilson on it. Uh huh. But this was not publicly traded, and it's actually illegal to have one. Illegal? Yes. The public cannot use them.
0: So, who can?
2: They were used between banks during the Depression era. Okay. Because they were so worried about gold. They had these bills that the federal bank could give to another federal bank somewhere else to protect, and so you didn't have to move all of that gold. But uh, you cannot have one
0: just write a check (laughs) i don't know i I was just wondering uh imagine trying to get a change for a hundred thousand (laughs) dollars yeah yeah
2: you can't even get a change for like a 20 in some places yeah yeah and one last interesting thing i thought about uh u.s currency is you can buy uncut bills from the mint but it's kind of it's a novelty they're technically legal tender but it's really a novelty because, for example, a sheet of $51 bills costs $86. Oh,
1: so you lose money when you buy them.
2: Yes, but it is officially money.
1: So to use it, do you have to cut it yourself yes. or can you just give someone a sheet? You
0: you would have to cut it. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, yeah. And this could be a plot of a great heist movie that they go yeah. and just steal like sheets of uncut paper.
2: Yeah, you yeah. C- you can buy like... The most valuable one I found was uh, $1,800 and it was $1,600 bills.
1: A sheet of $1,600 bills?
2: A sheet of $1,600 bills costs $1,800. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if it'd really be worth it yeah. for heisting. Um, okay, fact number three, related to paper money. So the paper money is printed on, can be folded like along the same crease thousands of times. Officially, it must be at least 8,000. A regular piece of paper can really only be folded about 400 times before it breaks.
1: Okay, so this is talking about the durability.
2: So that's part of the reason why they use this for money. So you've probably heard of how many times you can fold a piece of paper in half. Yes. How many times do you think you can fold a piece of paper in Seven. Half?
0: So did you know? I think it's
2: 16. 16! <laughs> um. So the... No, 16 way too high. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: So
1: you're taking a piece of paper. So you take a piece of paper and fold yeah. it in half. And fold
2: it in half. And then you and then, take
1: that and fold that in half. Yes. And okay. then keep doing that. Yeah. I think it's seven times.
2: So actually, it's a myth. The seven times oh. is a myth. Oh. It has been folded in half eight times. And this was achieved in the U.S. in 2002 using a hydraulic press. <laughs> But technically, what I learned, theoretically, you could fold a piece of paper an infinite number of times if you had an infinitely large piece of paper. So the larger it is, the easier it is to fold. And of course, the thinner it is, the easier it is to fold. However, you'll run into an issue if you're folding paper in half too many times um, because it it doubles in thickness every time you fold it. Mm -hmm. Once you fold it 103 times, A standard piece of a4 paper it will be as wide as the visible universe so (laughs) it's kind of useless it only takes 42 times to get yourself to the moon
0: so wow
2: it's theoretical but yeah
0: because you just mentioned that you know it depends how many times you could fold depending on the size of the paper so let's say if we take a really large sheet of paper i'm sure we can fold it more than eight times right
2: well, that's what they did. Yeah, the piece of paper that they ended up folding was the size of an American football field.
1: So the key here is you're taking the whole piece of paper, and you're then, folding it all the way in half. Yes. And then you're taking that, folding it all the way in half again. Yes. So you have to do it all the way in half. You can't just fold a third of it in and then the other third in. That's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. No, it's, the it's whole thing in, in half. half.
2: It's the whole thing in like half. Like a clam. Yes. Yeah. So obviously thinner paper... And a bigger piece, it's easier to achieve. That's how they manage this record. Huh. Yeah, I
1: always read doesn't. that it was seven yeah, times.
2: The seven number is is put out there a lot. Yeah. And speaking of folding paper, origami, of course, originated in Japan and also other places. So it independently developed the art of folding paper in many places. However, a commonly promoted myth is that It was the Europeans who gave this art to the Japanese. This is not true. The Japanese have been folding paper for ceremonies for hundreds of years. But what the Europeans did give, if you can call it that, to the Japanese was no cutting. So traditional Japanese style allows for cutting. But Europeans developed a style that allowed for no cutting because it started with cloth napkins. So you wouldn't want to cut. It was for dinner parties. You folded napkins.
1: Nice and swan. you wouldn't
2: want to cut them. So that's where the tradition of no cutting is is European. But the Japanese did invent origami on their own.
0: Oh, wow. But is there a special name to this art of folding these clothes at the dinner table, the napkins? Uh,
2: napkin folding.
0: It's oh, called yeah. oh, paper wow. folding. <laughs> Amazing! Amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. There was a strange thing about paper folding that became popular in Germany when they invented kindergarten. This was one of the suggested activities for young children. Was Fold paper. folding paper. My last fact is about toilet paper.
0: Toilet. Oh, my favorite topic. Yeah. Yes. Got a lot of toilet paper.
2: Yeah. So fact number four. Toilet paper, as we know it, was invented in 1857 by Joseph Gaety. So he was the first person to manufacture a paper specifically for uh, your butt. Uh-huh. But actually, it was for hemorrhoids. He designed it for hemorrhoids, and it had aloe. It was infused with aloe, and he printed his name on every sheet. <laughs>
0: Why would he do that? It's (laughs) called advertising, Tanner. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's my favorite part of that.
0: (laughs) That's good advertising.
2: Yeah, so um, it did not work well. People did not like his toilet paper because many catalogs, including the Sears catalog and many farmer's almanacs, were printed with holes in them so that when you were done reading it, you could hang it up on a nail in your outhouse and use it Seriously. for paper. Yeah, and this was free. So who is gonna pay it was a lot of money to buy a special thing for to put some aloe on your butt if you had <laughs> hemorrhoids?
0: <laughs> Wait, how were people cleaning their asses before the toilet paper?
2: Well, that's actually incredible. I honestly
0: I wonder that all the time.
2: Humans have used basically everything you can imagine to wipe their asses
0: okay. throughout history. But take it from an Indian, the best way to wipe your ass is basically water. Trust me. It's the most yes. hygienic way. <laughs> yes.
2: So I wanted to talk a bit about how paper, toilet paper is a, is a very American invention. It was invented in the U.S., well, technically, the first use of paper to wipe your ass comes from China because they invented paper. and The emperor used paper to wipe his ass because that's how fancy he was. But I wanted to look up other cultures and what they, they use. And I don't like using Wikipedia for facts. I like to find original sources, but I couldn't resist clicking on a Wikipedia page titled Anal Hygiene. <laughs> so uh, yeah, on the Anal Hygiene page, I read 95% of Indians use water.
0: Of oh, yes that's that's how we <laughs> wipe our asses
2: i mean that's definitely i think that's much more hygienically yeah
0: because i will tell you something because in every indian toilet if you've got the western toilet what we call the western toilet is the commode so mm-hmm. what we have is basically a water jet a jet spray
1: yeah. which is yeah.
0: usually placed ideally on the left hand side of the toilet so once you're done taking once you're done with your duty you take the jet spray you aim it directly and you just press the button and this like, <laughs> pressure of water just hits it oh man <laughs> I miss it I miss it in Europe
2: yeah <laughs> yes I know I was afraid it would be like nostalgic for
0: yeah
1: I mean in, in Japan you don't even need toilet paper for a lot of their toilets because yeah. they have the jet
2: and it's heated
1: and it's heated and then a fan comes out and sprays you dry <laughs> what else do you need you don't even need this paper
2: <laughs> I think it's funny the the range of toilets is no is greater in no country in the world than in Japan because they have these crazy toilets that are heated and everything and then they also have many places the squatter style with a bucket next to it that exactly. you throw your tp in they have the whole range of toilets there <laughs> all right now it's time for the big reveal let's recap the four facts and find out which one is total bs Okay, team. So the four facts, I'll read them again, are papyrus is not paper. Fact number two is the largest denomination of publicly traded bill was the $10,000 bill, and you can still redeem it. So fact number three is that you can fold paper in half more than seven times, eight times was achieved with a hydraulic press. And fact number four, was that toilet paper was invented in 1857
1: by Joseph
0: Gayety. One there's, of those is a lie.
1: They are some good facts. I am.
0: <laughs> I'm really impressed. Yeah, <laughs> that's some excellent work.
1: So if I had to guess, I'm gonna say the papyrus is true. I really thought that it was seven folds. I know there's something about the ten thousand dollar bill. Like it doesn't exist or something about it. It's weird. And you could totally be making up the date for the, the invention.
0: The toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm going to go with the folds. I think it is seven. I'm going to trust my instinct.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, I, I would think something about that $10,000 bill being traded. It just something doesn't sit right with me. I have this feeling that the other thing is definitely 1857 being the date of toilet paper being invented. 1857 for me is the first war of independence in India. It's like, I, I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure. I, I'm thinking in those terms, right? The British came to um, India something around like 1757. And They've been living in India for about 100, uh, 100 years before the first uh, war of independence happened. And I'm guessing for 100 years, did the Brits in India just wipe their asses with water? Well, um, I mean, toilet
2: paper was invented in America.
0: Well, oh, that's interesting. Okay, but anyway, I think I'm going to go with a uh, ten thousand dollar bill. I think I think that's a total BS. All right, give us the big reveal.
2: So Tanner is right the, about the fact that is a lie. It is the fact about folding. However, don't celebrate because you are dead wrong. Oh no. The record for the greatest number of times folding a piece of paper in half is 12. 12. I I was cool. It was achieved by (laughs) a high school student in California in 2002 using a piece of paper. It was kind of a special tissue toilet paper kind of style paper. And it was about 4,000 feet or over 1,200 meters long. And she folded it in half 12 times.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's amazing.
2: You can see a picture of her holding it, like folded in half. It's very thick. It's like about 30 centimeters or a foot wide. It's big.
0: Wow. Wow. That's crazy. But when I said 16, I was pretty good. The way you guys reacted, I was like, wow.
2: Well, the thing is, she was the first person to fold a piece of paper in half 12 times, 11 times, 10 times, and 9 times.
0: Okay. I'm pretty sure she will also achieve 16.
2: Yes, and other people have tried to get to 12, but no one has gotten to 12 since 11 is the highest since Mm. she did it. 12 times. You were
1: closer, Suze. I was, I was, I was.
2: The seven myth comes mostly from the fact that if you take a normal piece of notebook paper and you try to fold it in half, most people can only get up to five or six. So that's where that number comes from.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm going to try it tonight. Yeah,
2: go ahead and get your paper out.
1: I should have known.
2: Thanks for listening to the I Should Have Known podcast. Check us out on social media to get bonus content and suggest topics for future episodes. And of course, be sure to subscribe. Maybe even send the episode to your friends and find out who among you is really the smartest.